Good morning. It's uh, great to see you. It's a real privilege to be able to share with you this morning. Thanks for joining us at our online service today. Here I am in my uh, Christmas jumper uh, and it's 19 days till Christmas. Have you got your decorations up yet? Are we one of those people who put them up in early November just because you couldn't wait? Well, you may have seen on the news someone who put their tree up uh, in September, September, and they said in the report that they did it because they wanted to share some joy during this pandemic. Well, as we start looking towards Christmas this morning, I want to talk to you for a few moments about some shepherds who had, a, had an encounter that not only changed their lives, but also moved them to as well, share some joy with others in their generation. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been in a nativity play at school. Maybe you could put in the comments feed who you played in that nativity play. Uh, boys always seem to be wanting to be the wise men, don't they? And I guess it's the fancy outfits and getting to carry some gold. Uh, and somehow being a shepherd with a tea towel on your head, it's just not the same, is it? Well, I, I remember uh, my infant school nativity, and I guess I just didn't cut the mustard. I, and I'm not sure whether that was cause, just because I didn't talk much at the time, or that I didn't have a face for the stage or what it was, but I, I didn't make it to be a wise man. You know what, I didn't even make it to be a shepherd. I was the one and only sheep that followed the shepherds on all fours to the stage, sweating it out in an oversized polyester wool onesie that had probably been sweated in for years and years before. Well, whatever you've been in a school nativity, we know from today's reading that the shepherds were integral, not accidental, and, and certainly not lesser than the wise men to the nativity story. So if you've got your Bibles, you might want to turn with me to Luke chapter two, and we're going to read from verses eight to 20 today. It says this, that night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, don't be afraid, he said, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Saviour, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph. And there was the baby lying in the manger. And it says, after seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. And all who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they'd heard, all that they'd seen. And it was just as the angel had told them. It was just as the angel had told them. Well, that might be a familiar passage to you that we tend to read around Christmas time. But um, uh, this morning, let's look at it afresh, shall we? 
Um, you know, in this story, we, uh, it's no coincidence that the angels appeared to the shepherds uh, there that we've just read. I guess you could see them as being key workers or essential workers of the day. And uh, maybe they had no influence. Maybe they had no wealth. Uh, they couldn't work from home uh, and they would have worked through a pandemic uh, as they did in all seasons of life. They were there every season of the year. Uh, they had an incredibly important role uh, and especially the shepherds in Bethlehem where they would uh, tend the lambs. They would uh, check on them whether, uh, to see whether they'd got any blemish and any unblemished lambs would be offered as sacrifices in the Jerusalem temple which was just a few miles up the road from where they were. Uh, these sacrificial lambs of Bethlehem were apparently, um, we read in books, that they were wrapped in swaddling cloths to protect them from injury until it was their time to be used in the temple. Well, how fitting is it that God's perfect lamb, the Lord Jesus Christ, would be born there in Bethlehem. How amazing that the swaddling cloths used to wrap the sacrificial lambs were used to wrap the Lord Jesus who became the final Passover lamb. The, these, these shepherds were, were so important and there's three things that we read of them that I would love to share with you and highlight today. The first thing we see and that I'd like to share is that they searched they searched. We read that on hearing the angel's declaration that Jesus had been born and receiving the invitation to go and find him, the shepherds moved from watching their sheep to searching for a saviour. You know, thinking about searching, there's uh, approximately 3.5 billion Google searches per day. That's per day. That is a lot of searching. People are looking for answers and according to some of the statistics there are about it, there are millions of people who are wanting to know who Jesus is, if there's meaning to life, is, is God real? They're searching those things on, on Google. People are searching and they're, they're searching on the internet for those answers. But the shepherds heard that the saviour they had hoped for and needed could actually be found and some 2,000 years on people are still seeking they're still searching and you know what the Savior can still be found and this morning I would encourage you uh, if you are searching for more maybe it's your first time with us this morning maybe you're looking for meaning for hope and for peace especially at this time let me tell you this there is still good news that will bring great joy of a God who loves you so much that he sent his son Jesus and if you believe in him and you put your trust in him, you'll be saved. The Bible tells us you'll find meaning and you'll find a hope and a peace that can only come from him. You don't need Google to tell you um, because the, the Bible tells us in the book of Romans, chapter 7, verse 25, says this, Thank God the answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. I want to encourage you to determine to make the journey as the shepherds did to find out and discover who this Jesus is. And, and if you have already, uh, don't lose that sense of awe and wonder of who we're celebrating this Christmas. Let's take a fresh look at the Saviour who came into the world. Well, the second thing that we see the shepherds did was they saw. Now, my uh, wife and children will tell the question I ask the most around our house is, has anyone seen my glasses? Has anyone seen my glasses? I'm always asking that. I'm always forgetting where I put them, uh, but I'm always in need of them to see properly and to read properly. 
It was C.S. Lewis uh, who said this, I believe in Christianity as I believe that the sun has risen, not only because I see it, but because by it, I see everything else. It's a great quote from C.S. Lewis. For the shepherds, their lives were transformed once they'd seen Jesus. Let me say this, seeing Jesus changes everything. Helps us to understand the world that we live in. It helps us to understand the true value of others, that, that through him, we have a real eternal hope, even in the middle of a pandemic. And it, it, it's important uh, and life-changing that we see Jesus. And the shepherds went to Bethlehem to see if what the angel was uh, said was true. And after they'd searched, we read that they saw. And it was after seeing him that they shared him. And it's a little bit later on in chapter two in the book of Luke that a few, and it happened a few days later, there was a righteous man, a good man named Simeon, and he took baby Jesus in his arms after seeing him. And as he did, he praised God saying, I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. See, for Simeon, after seeing Jesus, he knew that the Messiah had come and we read that he said that he could die in peace. Seeing Jesus for yourself is, is powerful, it's transformative, it moves your heart as well as opens your eyes. And the shepherds looked for him and Simeon looked to him. And how about you and me today? You know, it was a couple of weeks back, Adrian was sharing in the, in the morning service about giving Jesus our gaze and not just a glance. And what can we do this Christmas season to really keep a focus on Jesus? Well, the other thing that the shepherds did was they shared. And there's some things in life that are just too good to share, like um, chocolate. Um, I'll never forget the Boxing Day when I was about 10 years old and we had some family friends around. And my mum said, oh, share your toys with the boys from the other family. And for Christmas, I was given a thing of wonder that I'd never seen before. You may remember them. It's called a slinky. Did you have a slinky? And I didn't want to share it because I don't think I just had it at Christmas Day, but I did. And you know what? One of the boys from the other family bent my slinky. He, he put a kink in my slink. And you know what? It never went down the stairs the same again. Well, maybe you've shared something and it's not gone well as well. But maybe it's something like a secret or an idea or a dream. Maybe you've shared about Jesus and you've just had it thrown back at you. Well, I'm, I'm sure the shepherds in our reading today had some setbacks and knockbacks in life too. Um, but they knew what they uh, had just seen with their own eyes. And it wasn't a case of too good to share, but a case of too good not to share. And it's in verse 17 to 18, where we read they, they shared their news with everyone. They shared their story. They told everyone they saw what they'd just seen. And, and we read that everyone that were, they, were told, the, they told were astonished and amazed. They searched, they saw, and they shared. And the reach in their world became part of the unfolding story of an event that changed everything. You know, your reach, my reach can continue to change the world with the continuing story of an event that changed everything too. And Oasis family, I want to challenge you and encourage you to share Christmas. And our share is because we care. We share about Christmas because we care about our community and our friends and family. We share because we care.
And we're reminded that Jesus' last and lasting commission for his disciples was to share, to share the good news. And you know what? Never have the opportunities been so great and through the press of a button, never so easy. And uh, maybe you're on Facebook, maybe you're watching this on Facebook now. And uh, you know what? We can make hitting our share button uh, an invite to an online service. Uh, and it can be a springboard for sharing the greatest news that the world has ever heard. There's, there's going to be lots of things uh, on opportunities to share what's happening in this month, this month ahead. And electric carols online is going to be amazing this year. Well, imagine the reach if we all hit the share button. You know, we have someone, not just something, who is just too good not to share. Well, just to finish up with, um, uh, there's been a lot of talk about trying to save Christmas is pre-Christmas lockdowns and more stringent tears and it's been all in the media. How can we save Christmas? How can we save Christmas this year in 2020? Well, Christmas is a day that so many look forward to, but maybe not so much for other people. But let's not lose sight that actually it's all about Christmas saving us. That at the heart of the Christmas message is a gift and that gift came as a baby that baby didn't stay as a baby, that, that baby grew. The baby that humbly came into the world humbled himself to save the world. The baby that was hailed as a newborn king was later to uh, have a crown of thorns forced on his head. The baby that was placed in a wooden manger uh, became the Messiah who was nailed to a wooden cross. The baby that was wrapped in swaddling cloths was the saviour that was placed in a tomb and wrapped in burial cloths. And the saviour that rose from the dead is alive today, changing and transforming many, many people's lives. Christmas is about receiving the gift of Jesus. That's the good news of great joy for everyone that the angel proclaimed, but also that the shepherds shared. I wanna encourage you, together, let's share Christmas too. Let's just pray before we close our time today. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this opportunity to, to gather together online and be reminded about the shepherd's story. Lord, we thank you that they were integral uh, to, that, to this story, that they, they searched for you and they found you. They saw you and were transformed by you, but they shared you and other people's lives were affected. Lord, I pray this Christmas time as we consider the shepherds, but consider the greatness of the gift that has been given to each of us through you, Lord Jesus Christ, that we would look afresh at you, that we would search for you and find you, that we would share you the greatest we gift the world has ever, ever known with our friends and family and community. Lord, I pray that this Christmas will be a Christmas like no other. And I pray that you will guide us and lead us uh, in we Jesus' name through this time. Amen. We lift our hands. We turn our eyes to you again. And we surrender to the truth that all we need is found in you. Receive our adoration, Jesus' land.